0: You know, as we're talking about building mental health and folks, you know, I'm talking mental health, right? Not mental illness. We want to focus on what keeps us healthy, just like gas going into your car. The food you put into your body, sugar being one of those things, really can disrupt the brain and how it works and how it functions.
1: It's mental. You have to change the way you think about food. You have to stop thinking that you can utilize food to make you happy. Don't eat just to eat, eat to fulfill the hunger, and then that's it.
0: I am back with Chef Alexa. We were talking last time about sugar and inflammation. It started with inflammation, but you know, she had to take us back and, and give us, you know, some foundational information around what inflammation is, how it works, and this thing called sugar. So I share with you guys my need as a kid and adult. I mean my sugar issues have not Gone away. And Alexa and I have had this conversation, I don't know how many times over the last 20 or so years. Um, Yeah. And so I wanted to space this out because 15 minutes just wasn't enough to get it all done. So shout out to Lisk. Thank you for your support. Shout out to Jazzy T. Thank you for being the realest, the illest podcast producer on the face of the planet. Sugar Chef Alexa.
1: Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me back.
0: Man. Sugar, I am <laughs> stuck on. Sh- I've been trying to shake my sugar habit for years. It's tough for years. So, <sighs> sugar's in everything. Mm-hmm. it is a, a leading cause of inflammation. And you mentioned sugar in the joints. Could you just? I I, I just want to kind of go over that again. Can you tell people about that piece?
1: Well, sugar is a big part of. Inflammation and sugar can have the similar um, reaction to the joints that salt can cause. So, so what salt does, it naturally draws out moisture. That's why we salt our foods. That's how people preserve their foods by layering with, with, layering it with salt, removing the moisture so that it could be preserved over the winter. I'm talking about, you know, those, those times when we didn't have really reliable refrigeration systems. Um, so sugar impacts the body in a number of different ways. And one of them is it will affect your joints. But again, that that also starts in your stomach, period. So let me go back a beat when I talk about sugar and inflammation. When we are eating the wrong things, it will affect our digestive system and our stomach. And it will primarily affect our gut. So I don't know if you've heard of the term leaky gut syndrome, So what this does is it will affect your body in such a way. So the different things that we put into our body and the way that we digest food and eat food will impact or deteriorate the lining of our stomach. And when that deterioration happens, instead of your food being fully digested and leading to your bloodstream, some broken up larger pieces of food will enter your bloodstream. When that happens, your body sends out the signals, there's an invader. I have a virus in my system, attack it. That virus system, those white blood cells are gonna go into action and say, okay, you gotta get out of here, you gotta get out of here, and they're just gonna go into overreaction mode, and that is what starts the inflammation. When you get a cut, inflammation, it usually goes away, right? If you have a head cold, you get a, a fever, inflammation, it typically goes away. When it doesn't go away, that's going to start impacting. So the things that are supposed to be good for our bodies tend to get caught up in that reaction. So going back to sugar, sugar is a big piece of that reaction, especially if you have this leaky gut. And if you don't have the leaky gut, again, it affects your body in lots of different ways. It affects your joints, it affects your skin, it affects your blood pressure. It um, affects the walls, the cellular walls in your body, your joints, everything is impacted. So you have to be really mindful about how much sugar you have and when, as well as what ways we take sugar in to our bodies. We take sugar in in ways that we don't even realize. Like, and I hope I answered your question.
0: Can you give folks an example when you say we take sugar in in ways that we don't realize?
1: Um, so in a lot of marinades, in a lot of seasonings. Um, and packaged foods, um, you know, freezer meals and, you know, convenience foods. They have salt. They contain salt and sodium. Those are the two things that preserve mm-hmm. foods to make it more shelf-stable or to make it more stable so that it still tastes good when you eat it. Sugar's in everything, not just in baked goods. It's in wine. People don't think about sugar in wine because... Oh,
0: the phone. So... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, keep going, it's, keep going. It's, it's na- I mean, how is wine made? Wine is made from grapes. Grapes contain what? Oh, sugar. That's And people best. say, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, but there's different types of sugar. Some sugar is good for you. Some sugar is bad. No matter which way you cut it, sugar is sugar, period.
0: And so as it relates to our mental health, what are some, because again, I self-medicated with sugar. And many people self-medicate with sugar and don't even realize that that's what they're doing. You know, that comfort food meal, that cake, you know, let's make some brownies, let's make cookies. Yep. And ice cream and syrup. Yes. (laughs) You know, let alone, because we think just the, you know, sugar in the bag, you know, when it comes from the store, the box, depending upon what kind of sugar you're buying, but I recently read that there's sugar in toothpaste. You're spitting that out. But still, I mean, just the thought of, you know, sugar being everywhere. But it has a physical effect on how we think. Mm -hmm. So that sugar high, sugar crash.
1: Brain fog.
0: Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, I didn't intend for us to go in this direction, but, you know, as we're talking about building mental health and folks, you know, I'm talking mental health, right? Not mental illness. We want to focus on what keeps us healthy. Um, How can we get healthy when it comes to our mental health? And this is one of those areas. This is one of those components. Again, just like gas going into your car, the food you put into your body, sugar being one of those things. You know, really can disrupt the brain and how it works and how it functions. So, can you give folks some suggestions now that we all know sugar is in absolutely everything? Can you give folks a couple of suggestions on how to cut back sugar?
1: Yes. Um, The first is awareness. Mm -hmm. You need Mm -hmm. to become. Didn't I tell y'all that
0: a couple weeks ago? You gotta know what's going on.
1: You gotta know what's going on. You have to actually evaluate your diet. You know, you have to look in your hand. Do you have a candy bar in your hand right now? I don't. Okay. But somebody might
0: evaluate. I've some
1: Skittles. Well, 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 and how many of those have you had in one day? You know, it's nine o'clock. I remember I was um, consulting with someone and they were, you know, going down this path and we were evaluating. She was like, well, I don't eat a lot of sugar. I said, okay. I said, but do you drink water? She was like, no, not really. She said, "I I drink other things. I said, okay, well, what do you drink? I drink coffee. Mm. She puts sugar in her coffee. She Mm. probably puts creamer in her coffee Mm -hmm. too. And then she said, well, and every morning, you know, I I drink a Tahitian treat in the morning just to get me started. I'm like, wait a second.
0: The the red drink?
1: Yes. Tahitian treat. So a lot of us drink our sugar and our calories and don't realize it. So we think we're doing Mm. good by drinking, you know, um, a diet Coke or um, a tea instead of soda or coffee, different things like that. But how much sugar is in it? One. Two, how many serve- servings are in the container that you're drinking? Is Read it two label. servings? Is yeah. it four servings? So after awareness, you need to um, educate yourself. So in simple terms, if you're reading labels, the simplest thing I can tell you is that there are four grams of sugar in one teaspoon of sugar. And it's a little off. It's like 4.2, maybe 4.4, but four grams of sugar in one teaspoon of sugar. Now the, the standard American diet, which is a sad diet, I call it, recommends six to nine teaspoons of sugar a day. In my book, that's way too much. That's, that's a lot for me. Now, if you look at a soda that is, you know, typically in a container that contains two servings, I think one serving on the Tahitian treat might have been like 36 grams of sugar. Oh, wow. Whether it was one serving or two serving, that's still nine teaspoons of sugar in one bottle that you're just drinking once a day. How much more sugar are you drinking?
0: To start the day.
1: Yes. Wow. Four grams of sugar in one teaspoon. So after awareness, you need to have knowledge. And that knowledge includes understanding what, how much sugar is too much. And two, how much sugar are you taking on a daily basis? And then I would say the last thing, it's mental. You have to change the way you think about food. You know, you have to, you have to stop thinking that you, you can utilize food to make you happy. You have to change the way that you think about food and how you're consuming it. Don't eat just to eat. Eat to fulfill the hunger and then that's it. Don't over obsess about it. And you also need to know that when you are consuming sugar, recognize what it's doing to your body. See how you feel. If you start reducing the amount of sugar that you put into your body, your taste are going to automatically start to change. You will notice a difference. When you add more water to your diet and you reduce the amount of sugar in your diet, you will notice that your tastes are changing. The flavor that you want to strive to get to is a bitter flavor. That should taste good to you. So bitter uh, greens, an example. Okay. bitter greens like dandelion, chard, um, collard greens, without the, the sugar and the salt and the pot liquor. <laughs>
0: Stop <laughs> so putting sugar in y'all greens. No sauce and no sugar.
1: You know, I mean, you know, there's terms about decolonizing your diet and, and things like that, which I think is another topic, which is important, especially when it comes to mental health and diet. You want to change the way you think about your day and your meals. The first time we wake up, what's the breakfast food of champions? Cereal. And if it's not cereal, which contains a lot of what? Sugar. And a lot of white foods and white flour. If it's not cereal, then guess what's the next best thing that we can have for breakfast? Usually on a really big plate.
0: Pancakes.
1: Pancakes, eggs, sausage. Yes. You don't have to eat all that for breakfast.
0: Okay, we just uninvited Chef Alexa as, a, <laughs> <laughs> as our, our mental health chef.
1: Yes, it takes a lot of undoing. It, it's real. I mean, it takes. We have to unlearn so many traumas around not only mental health and generational health, but we about around food, around the way we eat, why we eat the way that we eat, why do you have to eat. Meat seven days a week, three times a day.
0: And I used to be that person. Now, don't get me wrong; I still get down with a bowl of meat, but and that's
1: okay. It's not every day,
0: right? And I appreciate your perspective and your suggestions to don't worry about taking out the meat. Add no, more vegetables. No, and just as add, you more, add vegetables. more vegetables. The the meat. There's no place on the plate for it, guys. And and when you think about, we don't need meat. Every and the meat that we're eating, I can almost guarantee you, unless you're on a plan or you've been doing this for a while, it's more than a serving size. And so it's developing, like you said, that healthy relationship around food and understanding what's best for us. Yep. I am. Listen, you guys, this is still a part of my journey. Um, You've seen my pictures. You can tell I'm still eating sugar. Um, but it
1: is. You're it doing is much better. You're aware now. You're aware. I am.
0: I am. And I find that the more I exercise, the better I eat. Mm, and mm. not even intentionally. That is a mm. whole nother topic for another day. Mm. Um, but we've come to the end of another show. I don't know wow. how, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So any parting words, parting thoughts for folks as we wrap up for today?
1: Um, make vegetables the star of your plate.
0: Ma'am. That is a doable Not just doable today. Like, you can make vegetables a star of your plate little by little. Yep, that's it. Make them the star. Oh, and we have to talk about corn. Okay, so yeah, we're going to have to do maybe once a month. I don't know. Maybe it's time for the Chef Alexa podcast. Oh. Not that you don't have 50 million things going on. Because you guys, she's an artist. Her whole family is creative. Listen, the whole (laughs) You guys. So again, another time we're going to have to dive deeper because I would love to talk about art as therapy, mental health, you know, and that connection. And
1: I think that's great.
0: So we have to have you come back. Thank (laughs) you, you, Chef Alexa, so much. Thank Um, you. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week. Now, if you need resources to help you address some issues or life circumstances, try 211. Dial two one one on your phone. Go to two one one in your browser. You can do a keyword search, or if you give them a call, they can do the work for you and give you a list of resources that are available in your area. So, until next time, again, Shuffle Alexa, thank you so much, and everyone, be the light.
1: Yay! Thank you, ma'am. No problem. That was awesome.